0: Do you want to find solutions on how to make decisions faster, how to solve problems with your teams, or define a clear strategy that resonates with your staff and customers? There is a workshop for that. Hello there, I'm Nati Ravez, founder of La Workshoppers. I'm a collaboration consultant and workshop facilitator, member of an amazing workshopper community. In this podcast, I meet them to get the best advice on facilitation, and i let leaders and managers speak to understand the challenges they are facing. Welcome to the show.
1: I mean, I'm just a man who talks a lot about innovation and workshops. That's all I do. Um, I like it.
0: Did you know that 90% of new products launched on the market fail within the first year? And that 70% of digital transformations are not successful. Companies want to be innovative. They invest a lot of time and money to get to market. But in the end, they fail. Not because they don't have the right teams or the right ideas, but because they've probably made assumptions that they haven't taken the time to test. Innovation is a journey, not an act. It is the result of a lot of time and many stages to go through. This journey can be accompanied and guided by facilitators who can help you to do some intensive discovery work upfront so as to minimize the risk of failure. This is the mission of my guest today, Chris Bradshaw, product strategist director and innovation consultant, who explains his approach to supporting his clients through a series of workshops to help them build better business as a team and minimize the risk of failure. I hope you'll enjoy this episode. Hi, Chris. How are you?
1: Hi, Natty. I'm really well, thank you. And I'm really, really happy to be here talking to you. It's been a long time coming, so very excited.
0: The last time we talked, I was in Singapore. It was March. It was the beginning of March. I was sitting at a beautiful place. And uh, yes, we were talking there the first time and you were sitting in your car with your dog. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I was sat uh, in rainy England in a car, in a service station um, with my dog. (laughs) So the very opposite to where he was, but um, either way, it was lovely to connect that way, of course.
0: It was really, really nice and um, very inspiring. And uh, you are a person with a lot of kindness and energy. And I'm super happy to have you here today before we meet in person in the Netherlands in September. Uh, for the facilitators connect but today it's about you your journey your way to facilitation the amazing ideas that you are developing right now for the innovation world tell me who are you where are you coming from and what was the first step to facilitation chris
1: all right all right thank you natty yeah so hi i'm uh, i'm chris bradshaw uh i'm a fellow aj and smart workshop and master like your good self natty mm-hmm. and um really my my why in my work i suppose is to empower individuals just to make positive changes in their organizations and that's usually through a combination of collaboration technology and that kind of vague word innovation and um Right now, what I do is my kind of full-time job. I'm, a, I'm the strategy d- director at a company called Infinim. So we're a global um, software consultancy that basically helps business, businesses grow and transform um, through innovation, funny enough. Mm-hmm. And um, I suppose my, my history is quite varied. I mean, I've spent 20 years roughly now in the, the technology game, so it shows my age. And uh, I spent maybe 10 years just um, doing the work, I call it. So I was an engineer by trade did design, did marketing, you know, all that kind of stuff across a bunch of things like public sector, uh, corporate, entertainment. And then um got to my 30s and I started doing this uh, more leadership role, like building teams and then building strategies at the time, which I didn't realize, but it's how, how can you enable music industry um, brands to kind of make an impact in the world. So we built, you know, technologies and solutions for that. And then I kind of got to my 30s in terms of like my mid-30s and um, ended up in the agency world running uh, like a seven uh, agency company. I was a CEO of that for a few years. It was like a seven-figure turnover of 50 people. It was very, uh, very intense and very good learnings. I actually discovered my first design sprint in that process as well, which was quite uh, an emotional discovery, which I loved. And, um, and really from there, I kind of moved on to do my own company. So I set up a boutique uh, agency called WeAgile to start uh, helping startups and scale-ups, um, did a venture studio to help uh, find funding and launch startups. And then I uh, my last job really was running my own consultancy called Inventive, which is really just about how do you advise companies on digital strategies, um, deploy new innovations, and really just like how do you build better collaboration in their workspace. And yeah, I suppose that led me to what I do now today at Infinum, which is really building strategies on a global scale um, with the the teams we have there and our clients. And at the heart of all that, I have to say, is really um, workshops and facilitation have kind of been there like an old friend, really. They've been there the whole time, just like helping me kind of drive deep collaboration and alignment with different parties, teams, trying to solve really complicated technology challenges. And really just about, you know, back to my why, really helping bring people together to help empower those to build better businesses together as a team and um i suppose if you want to <laughs> touch on my story how i really got into workshopping officially when i was the in that job of a ceo we would actually bought a company and um that company was a ux company at the time when you know ux was like a thing it was quite a cool new thing and um we had this big client and it was one of the biggest legal companies in the uk actually and the the thing there was we we promised to do a workshop and this workshop was called uh design sprint at the time i, I had no idea what a design sprint even was, to be honest with you. And um I was like, okay, I want to sit down, work with the people that do this. Can I come to the workshop and, and watch and learn? And it turned out the people who do the workshops were the owners that we just bought out and left. So I so I started this company with a workshop to be done, no knowledge, but I had the uh the J Knapp design sprint uh book yeah, in the office, the, which I then This yeah, is the
0: story. Yeah. I think you you took this uh to your holiday, right?
1: After- Yeah. It says a lot about me as a person, doesn't it? So, uh, the holiday was coming up. I took the book with me. and spent basically a week uh, on the beach, just reading over and over and over again, how to do design sprints and even practicing some exercises in the evening, which, uh, you know, (laughs) it says a lot about me as a human being, what I do on holiday, but, um, it was great. I I learned, it was kind of like having a a one person, uh, workshop, or retreat by myself, just learning (laughs) and, um, But in all fairness, I came back, we delivered it. It was a great experience. They actually really loved the process. We did many more after that. And that taught me actually doing this way of working with workshops and facilitation done properly with structure. It really helps people achieve things. And we then insisted on every client we work with going forward, we always did a workshop at the start. We always did discovery just to make sure we had that really healthy dynamic between the two parties and that we're really sure what we're doing as a team, so so yeah. For, so from the kind of madness of that experience, came out it's really positive, beautiful solution. So uh I'm very grateful for the uh, Jadenet book. To be honest,
0: yeah, there are a few guests in the podcast who were fleshed by the book, and uh, who did some masterclass to learn how to do a design sprint. So. I think this is a great discovery and a really nice recipe, which is used in different kind of industries. The method is very nice and it's a very powerful tool. We love it because it enables a group to go through different steps and to go to an outcome at the end. I would like to know what is your goal with the design sprint? What... Uh, what do you want for outcomes for your customer or how do you use it?
1: Yeah, I think you touched on a really important part. I mean, it's great and it definitely helps bring people together and it is essentially a tool to be used. And what it taught me was that that's just one recipe of doing this. And um, for me, it was actually amazing to figure out how we can just understand whether an idea is great idea or a risky idea and actually just bringing that kind of like harmony around a way of working that people can understand and follow so for me the design sprint on lots lots of things in my world then it made me think a lot more about okay that's just one recipe there must be other ones you know there must be ones that help people I don't know like build brand communication strategies or business strategies or you know and from that it kind of really showed me that you can build really coherent recipes and solutions but in a really structured framework which means you can then Turn up to a, a workshop and, and deliver and people can follow it they understand it and I think it brings a lot more confidence in the process and it really helps you as a facilitator to actually deliver something that's you know powerful so yeah i I, I think for me that one of the design sprint box and the design sprint discovery has been like a, a key key moment in my life of uh, of learnings if I'm, <laughs> if I'm really honest with you
0: it's a good start also when you're not used to design workshop so to say you don't need to reinvent the wheel every time you use it to help company to reducing risk or saving money and getting the best value based on uh, yeah based on your experience so how do the customer respond to the the fact that you use workshops to do this
1: well for me and what i really didn't understand when I was learning the, the design sprint, and only started to really understand now is it's about the level of um, failure that I I see all the time, especially in my world where we're working innovation, you know, building technologies, etc. Um, and what I've discovered is by using design sprints is a principle is is great, but actually a lot of companies want to work on things like innovation and they come to me sometimes and say, we just need to build a product to be innovative or we need to be more innovative. And, and what I've realized is, you know, innovation is a journey. It's not something that you just turn on. It's mm. not an act. It's it's a result of lots of time and effort over, you know, many, many uh, milestones. And, you know, some of the risks I talk about in some talks I do is, you know, 95% of new products will fail in the first year. You know, 70% of digital transformations will fail, And sadly, like 90% of startups will eventually fail just purely based on um, market forces and potentially not doing the right things at the right time or the right preparation up front. And, you know, if you think about that in terms of like personal life, you'd never accept that as a, as a a stat for failure. Like you'd never buy a house or a car or a phone where that level of potential failure is acceptable. So I suppose what I always do with clients is look at it from a level of risk and say, okay you've got this big idea or a hunch something can be done or or there's a challenge you're trying to overcome so actually let's think about this as a journey together and then what we can do with this innovation journey is map different points along that journey where workshops will come into place and those workshops will be there particularly to make sure that we're checking guiding and validating what assumptions what ideas we have and trying to prioritize those in a in a really like logical way so, for example, if a client comes to me and says, okay, I want to build the next, I don't know, Uber as a classic example, mm-hmm. you know, my first question to them is, okay, great. But what is your actual business strategy saying? And who's the target market? And, you know, what are the needs of that market? And what's not being met at the minute? And that's even before we get to things like products. And if you think about it, this as like a step by step guide through these different things, if they don't have those things, we will then help them as facilitators and workshoppers to find the answers. And then we can move into things like product strategy, you know, like like a a design sprint. Who is it for? How do they get to the product? What do they do on the product? And the idea really is that we're always checking with the different variables in these um, journeys to make sure that we're uh, capturing and testing at all points. And eventually the goal really is just to make a kind of concrete blueprint for the clients, which really means that every time we do one of these exercises, for example, we're reducing that risk just a little bit more to the point where we get to almost like most minimized risk possible, wrapping that up into a blueprint to then go off and build or create this solution or product. And the idea being, it's like the old uh, saying, isn't it? You know, in a workshop, you either you either win or you learn. There's, there's no real loss in doing this kind of pre-discovery work, which for me is like the best insurance policy you could give a business before they spend tons of money and time on the next initiative so yeah so for me it's about fostering um, a culture of innovation but doing it for a very processed step-by-step guided by workshoppers and facilitators
0: yeah it's like guiding their business growth actually yeah from the start what is the strategy how you implement the strategy and then continue step-by-step absolutely Yeah, yeah very interesting If you'd like to join me for a podcast episode or discuss the challenges you face at work and how I can help, book a free call or send me an email, all the contact information is in the show notes how do you bring this uh, best practice to your customer <laughs> yeah.
1: i mean it's it's really difficult when you say you know it's like how do you explain uh, innovation step by steps yeah. <laughs> it's it's such a, a meta term and then you throw in things like workshops and discovery phases and design sprints you can see clients heads exploding like what do you mean i just need to build a product yeah So really uh, what we do at the minute, so the innovation framework I'm building at Infinite right now, we just break it down into steps, like baby steps, really. It's like, first we look at your business strategy. Okay, fine. Then the market research, what's the market saying? Then the product validation is the next step. It's like, what does the product need to do? And can we prove that? And then finally, it's a product solution. And then each of these four steps in our process, really think about it like... um, a package or a recipe of, of goodness. It's like in each one, there is a goal, there's a bunch of learnings, a bunch of outcomes we'll, we'll, we'll create. And as facilitators, there's a bunch of exercises we need to run to ensure that we are creating the right outcomes. So for example, if we did a business strategy uh, part of this process, we would do things like the lean canvas business model, you know, price sensitivity, competitor analysis, you know, things like that as, a, as exercises with the client. If we were to move ahead a bit to like say the product validation part of this you'll be talking more about the design sprint principles like you know personas user journeys lightning demos testing prototypes so it's just about trying to like package them into steps rather than to say here's the entire thing we have to do we just do it bit by bit and each time we do this that will help the the risk drop in the business but i guess most importantly it helps the collaboration build between you know all the teams and ultimately the trust levels will like, slowly grow as we're working more together. And really, for me, I think that's the best way you can do anything, really. It's like build better relationships, build better collaboration, dearest failure, because no one wants to waste time or money. All things fail, right? So that's how I've been looking at this as a, I guess, design sprint, but kind of on steroids, like a, <laughs> like across all facets of business.
0: Yeah. Maybe you will create something like the business innovation sprint. By Chris bracho the next <laughs> Jack
1: Nap. <laughs> I mean, if that comes to pass, I would not be uh, adverse to that. But yeah, at the minute we're at the building and testing phase, so we're kind of literally living the very much the the, the philosophy of this. We're building and validating. So hopefully by the time we meet at the uh just connect. Um, we can we can uh,
0: we can try talk more
1: and sit in. We can yeah, try. Exactly. Uh, you can
0: bring the beta version. And then we will workshop ourselves.
1: (laughs) Yeah, of course. Absolutely. I mean, you know.
0: It's about business at this retreat. So it's about sales. It's about positioning. It's about marketing. So it's about Mm. also creating product. I mean, I am right now in the phase of uh, creating my own product. And I'm listening exactly what you are saying. So I need a Chris Bratcher here to brainstorm with (laughs) me. (laughs)
1: That's what I'm here for. I think all I'm really doing is just, you know, I'm just putting the toolkit that every workshopper and facilitator has Mm -hmm. and just trying to put it into something that has um, a framework or a language and then sharing that as much as possible just to help other people in our world take, use, iterate. You know, the idea is that it just helps build better companies over time and reduce waste. That's really what makes me sad, like seeing potential being waste, money and time. So yeah, I'm always trying to find ways to beat that if, uh, if I can.
0: Yeah, very nice. And do you have, like, um, are you building this, like, it would be the same framework based on the same exercises, like the design screen, so to say, that you mm. can reuse, I mean, for your business to work with all of your customers?
1: I think this is where, and this is why I believe what we do for you know workshops and facilitation we are like pivotal i think in this in any business kind of decision making because it, the the first version of this was yes there are packages and each time you roll out a bunch of exercises and that's great but in the real world what i've learned is you know every client's different every challenge yeah. is different and what they've done to date is different so it actually is about going okay There's a suite of exercises based on different steps in this process. But actually your job, first of all, it's a bit like being a dentist or a doctor or something, isn't it? It's like you listen to them, you hear their problems, you diagnose what they need, and then you kind of reconfigure the recipes and build them up, kind of like Lego blocks, I suppose, Mm -hmm. to configure it to suit them. And I think by having them visualized and articulated in a framework that just gives people like you and me and our fellow workshoppers uh, a way to go, okay, I hear what you're saying, client. Let me just reconfigure this round. And it might be a design sprint, but it might be a design sprint with a bit of like, you know, business strategy involved because that's really a, there's a gap there. So the point is, it helps us make sure we don't miss anything crucial in that kind of innovation process. When we come to the actual innovation being launched, we know we've done everything possible to make sure they've done the very best, you know, preparation possible.
0: Yeah. And how do you work? Is that like a retreat of the leadership? Who is Mm -hmm. going out from the company for a week and you're working like a week long on different kind of workshops? Or does it make more sense to split it in different, in the different step and meet every time for one step, for example, for one day talking about Mm -hmm. the strategy, the second day talking about other things and. How how do you work? Oh, it depends also on the customer you have.
1: I think you have to really start from, you know, the person first. You know, I guess the job we do is to put the customer first, right, and make sure the solution suits the customer. So I think, again, it would be slightly naive to say, okay, we have one process. You have to fit into that process, customer. I think you have to really understand what the customer needs and what they can do geographically as much as anything. Mm-hmm. So the the process itself really is fluid. It's almost like we want to do really intense workshops in a room together for X amount of days, but equally the whole the whole phase could take about a month because we have to do some work separately, we have to go and test with some people. And it's about how can you construct it around their availability and, and their, their access.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So for me, it's 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 the same process as we will take it's a bit like being like a, like a therapist really isn't it you take in their problems and listen to them go okay here's a solution we think we can do now how do we build that around you and your business yeah so i think that's how it's to do it and i always always love to try and get the people in the room i think that's the best way where the magic happens we can do remote and we do do remote but actually yeah it's the idea of getting people together for like two maybe three days all in one room, and then we'll go away do some of our work. And roughly, we're talking between a two to four week period where actually we'll have some really telling differences at the end of it, some real output, some real like things that validate an idea. And generally, what we find, at least from the work I'm doing today, is that's what helps unlock um, investment to an idea from stakeholders, you know, invent- uh v- investors, VCs. Because what we've done is we've taken you know someone's idea or words into an actual visual product with like some real data behind it. So yeah, I think we have to be flexible in what we do. Otherwise, you know, it just makes more stress on top of a really complicated challenge anyway.
2: Hi, I'm Gatrin Siebex from Facilitators Connect and I have something for you. If you are an entrepreneur in the field of facilitation, keep your ears wide open. There is an event that you should not miss if you want to scale up your business and leverage your skills. It's called Facilitators Connect and it is a retreat which will take place from the 11th until the 15th of September in the Netherlands. Five intense days with top speakers who will hold exclusive workshops where you will get the most out of your own positioning but also your sales and marketing strategy with speakers such as Ahmad Munawar, Axel Vanquali, and the well-known Brittany Bowring. Grab your coupon in the show notes to get a special discount. Sign up super quick on facilitatorsconnect.com and join 40 facilitators from all over the world for five intense days for your business, for your network, with like-minded people, but most of all, for yourself. See you soon. Do you use workshop at the
0: beginning of the mm. negotiation with your clients to find out what are the pain points? Because this is something I am thinking about, how to mm. make entrepreneur startups clear or understandable that using workshop and facilitation can make the the client trusts them stronger when they are using this from the beginning together and collect the information.
1: Yeah, I, I, think, I think you have to use that as a, as a, as a must have, if I'm really honest. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I mean, my, old, I think ever since my first, uh, you know, engagement using Design Sprint for my story with, with a legal company, what that taught me was... Like you, you, you need to have something that really sets the relationship off to a good start. And I think from day one, you know how each of the work, you've, you've done some work together, you've done a little bit of like a discovery to align everybody. So for me, it's like, it's. I don't really look at workshops as a cost as such. They're like an investment because really what it's doing is you're harmonizing the work between you and your clients. You're becoming one team before the big work kicks in, like the production of something. So I'm always like, yes, that has to be mandatory. And also what I've done, I've done hundreds of workshops now since 2017, right? So it's quite a lot of time doing these things. I'd say 90% of them, there's always some work, some some edits, some tweaks, some refinement to get the idea right. Great. But that 10% I found is always like the odd idea, which needs a complete pivot because it's just not quite right. Or sometimes it's like, actually, this idea shouldn't really go ahead because it's going to basically fail from what we can see and i I know and and that might sound negative but i think actually what it's doing is it's it's saving that client thousands of pounds time energy sanity by just doing this workshop up front so it's really protecting them from from you know a a risk of failure on that side and also what i say to my team at infinim is you know it's important for us too as human beings as a team we want to work with someone in a kind of a discovery sense in the workshop first just to understand the client and make sure they're the right fit for us It's almost like a first date, isn't it, really? Yeah. Albeit a very organized one. (laughs) So, Imagine imagine you
0: come on a first date and say, oh, wait a moment, (laughs) we have to do a workshop.
1: That's how I like to usually, uh, yeah, go on holiday or first dates by workshopping. Uh, (laughs) I'm just saying, yeah, workshops could be the answer to everything. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, it's about fostering the healthy culture. And I think for me, doing workshops up front, whether it's a day or a month, it is about it's about people, really, isn't it? And it is about solutions and driving innovation, et cetera. But it's just about can the people work together, and can we form a really you know compelling and useful team before we go on this long adventure together, which could take months to years. Yeah. So for me, it's always an investment to do it first, mm-hmm. and then continuously where possible. You know, like once you finish the product, you should still be doing more discovery just to keep checking in to go. What does the product need? What does the business need? What's the market saying about the product? You know, so. How fast can you learn? That's always my mantra with this stuff. We want to help people learn fast and um, and collaborate better together. Really,
0: yeah. Nice. Yes, this is a this is a good job actually. This is a the most beautiful job in the on earth, I think.
1: Oh, absolutely, it uh, makes me happy.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: it's, it can be quite stressful, I think, at times when you prepare workshops before you go into them. But I think when you're in it and you've done it it feels to me much more rewarding than I guess my previous jobs, which was running businesses or building or or designing stuff. I think I I love working with those people that are great at that, but I think, yeah, that human factor I think is uh, a definite upside to our jobs.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Could you tell me as a last sentence, why are you going to facilitators connect? Because you are actually a skilled facilitator. So what is your why (laughs) Uh, besides meeting us and meeting me in person
1: (laughs) (laughs) i think i'm I'm, it's a good question my why is i'm just looking to be inspired and learn always and every facilitator i meet in this community seems to do that in different ways Mm -hmm. i don't think it matters how much how much time you've been doing this for having a different perspective and different people i think is a healthy way for you to grow. So I'm looking to go and yeah, be challenged, learn, be inspired and, and grow as a human being. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> it's my plan.
0: Nice. Thank you very much, Chris. Thank you for your Thank time. Thank you, Natty. Thank you for being my guest. It's been fun. And uh we see Thank us you so in much. September.
1: Looking forward to it. Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye to reach out to chris don't hesitate to contact him through linkedin or his website all the information in the show notes we look forward to seeing you in september at the facilitator connect retreat which will take place in the Netherlands. there are still coupons available have a look in the show notes to grab one and go to facilitatorsconnect.com to sign up Next week, I have the pleasure to release a new bonus episode live from Bali, since I had the visit of a fellow workshop master from Belgium, Laura Duchatelet. Despite the fact that we had four beautiful days together, we also had a lot of conversation on the beach about why traveling make us better facilitators, and at our homestay about how to better network and build deeper connections. So don't miss this episode coming out on the 15th of June. And until then, I wish you good health, success, and a lot of happiness. Au revoir!